which way you want it rather than trying to plan which way you want it. like right. just learn the words first and you'll be fine yeah i don't care any way you learn the words when you learn them land on them and stay on them yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying yep okay I like that's it. all i'm saying i think that would be good for you because like at least you know you'd have the audience with you good or bad or indifferent cool you know that's 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 my only suggestion everybody well, clap you. for our favorite creep justin q <laughs> I'm kidding. You're not creepy. You're a very lovely person. What a lovely guy. You're an ex-comedian, another lovely lady. She's been producing shows. You guys should go see him. Put your hands together for Cass Inglesby. So, um, are you guys sports ball fans? Any sports ball fans in the room? <laughs> so, if you guys have been watching uh, the March Madness, like all the basketball tournaments that are going on, yeah, I have a really hard time watching basketball, um, mostly because of the commentary. It's like um, uh, the game's tied at 69, or um, he got to the rejection, or um, he keeps feeding the horse. I really don't know what that one means, but um, it sounds really dirty. So, yeah, um, I, it was similar um, when I in high school when I was trying to read *Lords of the Flies*. Have you read? You guys read *Lords of the Flies*? Yeah. Um, so I had a really hard time. I couldn't. I didn't read it. I was listening to it on an audiobook because that's what I do. Um, and uh, I had a really hard time listening to it because it was like piggy blew, uh, piggy bent down and blew the conch. I'm like, I okay. I can't listen to this smut. This is this is too much for me. Uh, yeah. So I I have a dirty mind. I guess um, I started looking at porn when I was nine years old. Um, I, it was in Playboys in my grandfather's bathroom. Um, now as an adult looking back, it was, I, 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 they, were, I, they were really dirty thinking about it, thinking about those magazines are probably really dirty. Not, not because of the imagery, but because they were my grandfather's porn collection. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah, and so I, I'm a little weird. I get made fun of a lot. I have a lot of uh, nicknames and stuff like that. Um, in high school, someone someone would call me freak, and then they would like run down the hall um, as if I was like gonna cast a spell at them or something. And then I would yell back, "But I went to your brother's funeral." Um, yeah, I'm not very good at comebacks. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so. Um, what else is going on? What else is going on? Yes. Um, yeah, so there was rumors. There's been rumors about me uh, because I'm weird. Um, like uh, like that I slept with the math teacher and gave myself an abortion and um, kept the fetus in a jar. Um, I don't really know where this came from. It's not really, a, it's not true. Um, it was with the science teacher. Why else would you keep the fetus in a jar? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I think what else is, what else is going on in my life? I don't know. I got a pap smear the other day. If you're not familiar with the pap smear, that's uh, when a stranger fingers you for business, not pleasure, uh, and the state pays for it because I got Medi-Cal. Um, so that's they found out that uh, my uh, cervix is right leaning. Um, so there's no there's no health problems with that. It's just there will be more debates when I have to get an abortion. <laughs> Um, I, but I, I am left-leaning. I only have tattoos on the left side of my body. Um, but uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think that's good. Uh, I think that's what I'm working on today. So thank you. 
Cass Inglesby. Um, when you were doing the cast a spell thing, I was like, why? Because you were carrying a Harry Potter wand or okay. was it like magic, like witchcraft magic, like from the craft where you were like lighting candles or was it, you know, Harry Potter witchcraft, like with you were playing Quidditch in the halls, something fucking weird. And uh, left leaning, I feel like you have a tag there where you can get political and you can be like, you know, I, I only cried about Bernie Sanders once or mm. something, something like left leaning because obviously like. I'm left leaning, all my tattoos are on one side and you know, I you know, something super leftist and and everyone should have homes. Although that's not funny and that's true, but some think of something super like left leaning that people would say that are like, you know, on the verge of socialism. I'm sure you can come up with lots of things. <laughs> okay. Uh, before I compliment you, I want to make sure you're doing this on purpose. That your sorry your delivery is great. I think it's very funny. The way that it's sort of like unconfident, you look at the floor and you're, you know, it's very got a nerdy vibe. You doing that on purpose? Um, it started out as not on purpose, and then I started utilizing it as as part of okay. what I do. Yeah. Cool. I think that's I think that's great. I think that can go very far. Um, one thing for me was I, for a couple of your jokes, I wasn't really sure whether you had made the punchline or not, and I okay. think you could clarify that. So when you said your cervix is right leaning, I thought where you were going with that was that it has. Republican political opinions. Mm, yeah, and that yeah. was the joke, right? Yeah, I wasn't yeah. totally sure of that oh, when you okay. finished. So you can I say your uterus voted for yeah <laughs> Trump or something, yeah, yeah, or something like my my uterus put in for Ted Cruz. Something that leads to the rest <laughs> of the but I, th I think that was all okay. pretty good. My uterus has Santorum in it. Sorry, we looked up Santorum today, and boy, was that fun. He did, he did something else again, terrible. He was like something in the real news and Jonathan was like, Rick Santor. I'm like, yeah, that's the thing that has to do with anal sex. And he's like, what? Anyways, sorry, totally not. Does anybody have any other comments or will you tell us where your upcoming shows are? Because I know you produce things. Uh, yeah, so um, I, I co-host a radio show on another station, sorry. No, no, um, FCC free. You yeah, get, so, we have no problem with FCC free. Okay, cool. Tell them about it. What day yeah, um, time so for to download? It's great. Yeah, so on Sundays from uh, noon to two, it's called What's Really Happening with uh, Luke Sauer and I'm the co-host. Um, so you can, can check that out in FCC free radio. Absolutely. Yeah. org. Which way is it? Uh, if you Google it, it's the first thing that comes up. So. Fantastic. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, don't you produce a show at Slate? Yes, on Fridays? Uh, every fourth Saturday at Slate Bar, um, it, uh, I produce a show. Um, it's from 7 to 9 uh, every fourth Saturday. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Everybody, Cass Inglesby. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Your next comedian. She's actually on an upcoming uh, showcase at Milk Bar, and I'm sure she'll tell you all about it after her jokes. Put your hands together for Angel Weaver. What's going on, everybody? Party time. Um, I recently got really sick. And I think it was from a mic, an open mic. And I was like, I kind of wish open mics were more like strip clubs where you have to wipe it down afterwards. It's disgusting. Uh, but I lost my voice. But I went to, don't worry, I'm not contagious, Kaiser said. So 
Sometimes I wonder if doctors just say that to get new business, you know? <laughs> like, don't worry, you're not contagious. <laughs> Go to work, <laughs> breathe on people. I love it. Um, but I do have this. <laughs> uh, I'm sad that joke went so well because I can't use it when I'm not sick. Okay, um, so I have this raspy voice that I think is cool now. I kind of wish my voice sounded like this all the time because then I could be like a phone operator, like, hey, big daddy. You know, like, what can I get you? What do you want? Oh, yeah. Number five with fries, pull up to the next window for your total. <laughs> I think that could be kind of cool. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about the Me Too movement, which I think is really sad. Like people are just assholes. Um, and but and I, it made me start thinking. I was like, has this happened to me? Like, has this happened to me? Like, has someone given me a pill before sex and tried to take advantage of me? And I was like, I definitely haven't been given a pill before, but I've definitely been asked to take one after. You know, it's Plan B. Plan B is interesting. I'm like, Plan B is an interesting name for a pill that uh, doesn't allow for you to get pregnant because like there's so many other options, you know? Like it's definitely not the second option. Like there's condoms, there's birth control, there's the POM, the pullout method. Like there's a ton of things that you can do, but I started thinking about it and I was like, well, all of those things have a little bit of a risk, right? Like condoms are not 100%. Neither is birth control, neither is the pull-out method. So maybe plan B makes sense because plan A, the only thing that's gonna really prevent pregnancy, uh, anal. <laughs> plan A for anal. <laughs> I, so when I was writing that joke, I Googled it because I wanted to make sure it was true. I was like, can you get pregnant from anal though? Um, and it turns out you can if a little bit of sperm just travels from your asshole right into your vagina. So you're welcome in case you guys were wondering that. I was like, if you get pregnant from anal, your kid is definitely going to be an ass, right? <laughs> He's going to be an asshole. Uh, speaking of kids, I don't see a lot in San Francisco, but I did see a mom and a daughter getting on BART the other day and the daughter went to go sit in the reserve seating and the mom was like, no, you can't sit there. Like, those are for special people. And the daughter, like, in all her cuteness was like, but aren't I special? <laughs> and the mom was like, honey, no. <laughs> and, like, went, and, went, and I was like, that is such good parenting. Like, I feel like when I'm a parent, that's definitely something that I'm gonna do. Um, all right, I'm gonna end on an Uber pool joke because I feel like I tell Uber pool jokes all the time. So I take a lot of Uber pools um, and one thing that I love about Uber pools is that they let you know how long it's gonna be before they come. And I really wish men would start doing the same, you know? <laughs> like an hour too long, cancel, I don't need that. All right guys, thanks so much. Yay! Angel Weaver! Hooray! Yay! I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, how nice that you have uh, insurance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it in your voice, but I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, really funny stuff. Um, the only thing I would be careful of is, um, it, this is so weird, but I mean, like, uh, maybe like six years ago, even I did a joke about the butthole cum going into your vagina and becoming a baby. So uh, oh. there's... Um, 
I, I know I'm sorry I just it's I know it's so obscure no, and I'm no, sure no, it would be helpful. like but it's one of those things where like I did this one joke in the beginning and I it was about how much pubic hair I have and I was like I have a chastity pelt and I thought I was so fucking original I was like I'm the smartest person alive and then like I met like six other people that had the same punchline and I was like oh but just yeah. something to be I don't know aware of. aware of yeah I mean but it's mighty specific but you're, it was very funny. You're, you're even, even low energy. You're still really entertaining to watch. And no, I mean, I know. And, and, and the stuff about sickness, like it's all really topical and you're talking and you have great personality. And so it's just enjoyable to, you know, listen to. Thank you. Yeah. I really liked your first joke about how people fucking get sick and fucking talk right into a microphone and spit all over the goddamn microphone and please don't fucking do that oh my god but no it's great um now the other the other thing is um you did it and you're fucking you're a great writer like you've 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 got this shit down you do you pace uh, when you're on stage, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it gives this it gives this like sense that you're not as confident as mm-hmm. you are or should be. Okay. Um, so just try like doing a set where you just got your feet just in place, and even if you don't like tell a fucking joke the whole time, just like as long as your feet stay still, that's a good set, and just kind of see how it feels and see if see if it like helps shit land better. But, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Max. Helpful. Yeah, I just want to echo what Max said about the first joke. It's super clever, and I'm glad somebody finally said it. <laughs> tell it. Tell us about your upcoming showcase at Milk Bar. Yeah, I'm on a showcase the 13th of April at the Milk Bar. Uh, the show's produced by Graham Galloway and a couple other folks. Um, I'm also going to be at Cobbs on the 22nd. If anybody wants to get on my guest list, just slide my DMs. I'd be happy to add you. Uh... Yeah, 13th and the 22nd of April. Come see me. Everybody, Angel Weaver! Yay! with my music and it's off okay that was weird I was like what is happening with the world and the music yay alright you're next to me and he's been giving great comments all night long put your hands together for Casey Fields hey so uh, I know this is joke workshop but I, I feel like um, I, I gotta call an audible and uh, just um, uh, just be re- <laughs> just be really honest with you guys about um, uh, where I'm at. I just wanted, because I just really need help with um, performance and truth and um, listening to your inner voice in comedy. And this seems like a supportive room. And I figured you guys are good to talk to about this, because I have no one else to talk to about this. Um, So I'm an insecure person. Uh, I didn't know that I was up until like maybe recently. Um, But I am. And um, uh, okay, sorry. I'm gonna actually put money in here just because you guys. I feel bad that you guys had to listen to this, and I know you guys didn't expect therapy. I don't have money for a therapist, but I came to put five dollars in the fucking thing. Uh, anyway, I'm an insecure person. I I, I grew up in um, in a uh, strict 
Christian uh, background. Like that's where my 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 mom is like a Japanese Christian, so it's like extra like persecuted Christian, and so it's really um, in my bones. And uh, yeah, and um, it's uh, it's part of who I am to be kind of uh, afraid of things. And um, last year when I started doing open mics. Uh, I started by doing like a lot of one-liners, and um, those are like lots of fun. I still love one-liner comedy, you know, like it's really, really fun. And um, I, I eventually, like maybe about like four months in, started to get actual laughs, like people actually responded to things, uh, which was nice. But I still kind of felt this, like I, I wasn't, it, it didn't like satisfy that part of me. And I think it's because when I was growing up, um, Comedy was not just an escape; it was a way for me to understand the world uh, i I grew up with like um, you know no cable right i wasn 't allowed to watch a lot of movies right i I got taken out of school when I was fifteen because like my <laughs> parents found out that they teach <laughs> evolution <laughs> in school i 'm not even joking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cosmos blew my mind last year. It really, like, anyway. Uh, and uh, it, it's, and uh, one of the things that I really struggle with, just because of this, this who I am, is uh, I, I wanted to be like a lot of these other open micers, like Valerie Vernali, right? Um, Greg Gettle, um, yeah. you know, Matthew Quirk, these people that come up on stage and it feels really real because they're, they're really speaking their truth. Right, even if you might disagree with them, it's still their truth and their voice, and it felt so. It, that was what really made me laugh—that like gut level laugh, yeah. right? And I was like, I, I just want to, I want to fucking do that. I want to do that so bad. And I got around to writing that material like finally recently. I felt like, and um, this last week I've been hitting mics hard with <laughs> you guys, <laughs> and, and, you know, and you know, and everybody here I've seen, right? And. Um, I, uh, I've, been, I've been chasing it really hard, and I've, I've noticed that one of the hardest things for me is to make eye contact <laughs> with people in the room. And even though I, can, I, I know my set by heart when I'm rehearsing at home and just pacing back and forth in my, in my bedroom, I, I, when I go on stage, I, I make eye contact with the audience, and the words just fall apart. I fuck up the order, right? I get the, I get the um, beats wrong, right? The, my, my, um, my timing gets all fucked up. And um, I, I just wanted to, I, I know I'm not alone. I know everybody has nerves. This takes a lot of courage to come up on stage. That's part of what it is, right? It's like, it's an act of bravery. You, it, that's what, there has to be stakes, right? You're kind of expressing yourself. So I just want to know if you guys have any tips. <laughs> I know you might just be like, I don't know, man. You might have to see a doctor and get medicated. I don't know what to tell you. But, um, and that's okay, too, if, you don't, if there are no answers. But uh, I was just wondering if you guys had anything, with, you know, for warming up, just getting comfortable with audiences. Maybe it's just time, like, I, I, you know. Um, but uh, that's all I uh, wanted to share. So thanks. Hey, stay up there, Casey Fields. Okay, first I have a tag for you. Your ja mom was a Japanese Christian. It was no loaves, five fish. <laughs> right? Because it was, it's supposed to be five loaves and two fish. And then with that, he did the miracles and fed hundreds of people. But Japanese Christians are no loaves, five fish. I think that's fucking hilarious. But uh, we can start that conversation you wanted to start with people, which is, um, you know, how do you get comfortable? What do you, how do you do? Do you have like a warm up? Do you, 
you know, do you look at, do you do ad crowd work? Do you practice crowd work? Like, what do you do? Yeah. You said you started like. I mean, uh, no, I. Um, I, I used to be able to look people in the eye when the, I wasn't invested in the joke, right? When it wasn't me in it. Uh, but when I started expressing myself and being actually honest, sure. right? And not just making up fun little absurd things. Right. Uh, that's when things started to fall apart. And I know it's something just in here. I, kn I know it is. Um, and I was just wondering, yeah, if you guys have any tips. <laughs> First of all, stop telling yourself you're insecure. Okay, that's good. That's a little bit of neuro-linguistic programming. That's if you, if you remember that everybody feels like you could be judged for saying something that's yeah. true about yourself, and we all just walk around doing it anyway, you just go, well, I'm not, there's, I'm not worse than them. I'm not different than them. I can be confident in what I say, too. Yeah. Step, uh, tip number two, go slow. Take a three-minute three bit and do it in five minutes so that you have time to think while you're on stage. So that you can, so that you don't fuck up every time. So yeah. that you can take a minute and just go, I'm going to do this right. Because then you'll get it in your muscles and you'll do it right faster next time. It's like playing an instrument. Your body's an instrument. Yeah. All right. Awesome. That's what I would say. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to basically say what he said. Just I think that one's off. Slow down. I think that one got turned off somehow. The oh, switch on it. Yeah, there's a switch on it, isn't there? Okay, here we Is it on now? Yeah, now it is. All right. Well, I was just going to say just calm down, relax, and don't just think about. Remember that these are the same people that you were telling those old, dumb, like, quick jokes at. Yeah. Right? And not just that. They're just a bunch of fuckers. And, like, you just look at them. And look, I swear to God, in my head, I think about my high school class. And I think about how a bunch of shitheads they are. And then, like, I go, like, oh, well, it, if I'm not at least talking to them, you know, what am I talking at? Yeah. I need to, like, talk to somebody that I, like, need to hear what I'm saying. And that's, like, kind of part of it, like, at least for me. Like, if I was just talking to, like, I don't know, just nothing, I don't know, it's, like, bullshit. But, like, I need to be able to think about the thing, the, like, the target in my mind and be confident in the things that you are saying. And if you believe in the things that you're saying, you'd be able to look anybody in the eye, right? Because that's what you believe in. If you believe in the thing that you say, you'll be able to look anybody in the eye and say it, right? Actually, I, no, that's my problem. <laughs> no, well, I guess maybe you don't believe what, you, or what you're saying, right? Well, like, like the jokes that you are saying, mm -hmm. you don't believe in the jokes? No, I believe in them. Well, it's just scary to, it's scary to tell people the truth. It's scary to tell people the truth is what I'm telling do you. Fuck wait, them. Casey, Casey, do you have anything else in your life? Do you have a real job or any other kind of like thing that you do with your life besides sure. comedy right now? Yeah. You have, what is that? Well, I just, I write training documents. Like I just. What does that mean? It's like basically That's like awesome. I have to go. <laughs> I, I basically do a lot of grunt work for like it's like contract writing, uh -huh. you know, or just like that kind of stuff. Like you, you know, like you write manuals and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Amazing. Is there any of your own voice in anything you. that you're writing, or is it all not for work? So, but that's interesting because you're constantly 
using your creative tool for something that has zero creativity in it. Yep. True. And that's, so when you're practicing your craft, the way that you are constantly, you're a writer, but the things that you're forced to write are these things that have no personality. So then of course you're like, I'm going to write, I'm going to write these absurd things that have nothing to do with me because what you're writing anyways has nothing to do with you. So I would uh, challenge you to just, and don't even think about it as comedy, just have like a diary or just a straight book that you force yourself to write in about anything about yourself yeah. for like 20 minutes a day. Okay. The, the and thing be, but hey, pure, be purely personal because the writing that you practice every day is banal and has no connection to yourself. Right. And the writing that you're crafting comedically also has nothing to do with yourself but it's clever because you're using the craft of writing as like a puzzle to put things together and be comedic right but so work on that part of you that's just you being personal with yourself and then you'll see that that other craft you're using will have something to draw from got it Awesome. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. So I have another comment. I think with open mics, there's a lot of pressure to be um, at the same level as other people at the open mics because people have been doing doing them comedy for 10 years or three years, whatever, however long they've been doing it. So there's a pressure to be at the same level that they're at. Where I think that you need to look at what level you are you're at, and if you if you need to practice at looking people in the eye, just take the time of an open mic, just stare at the audience. Like, yeah, okay. fuck yeah. yeah. Don't say a word. Just look at every people will laugh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Eventually nice. it'll get uncomfortable enough, right? <laughs> I had a, something that from what you just said, you um are are you worried that people will disagree when you tell them what you what you're feeling? I don't know. I I think I I can't really articulate it that much. It's just like this I you know, I think a lot of it is like I have that negative thought like you're, you're fucking pathetic or you're fucking stupid for expressing this like nobody's interested so, in this so right? you, you think people are going to either be bored or not bored uninterested um, unrelatable uh, lots of things just so basically any negative can you just let them be nope let them just do? let them do that oh yeah and just, and just say okay these people are bored with it but the next group might not be hmm. just face reject just be like they're just going to reject it yeah just, not, not everyone is going to like it okay yeah, that's actually really simple and good. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I just wanted to add, um, I'm by no means a comedy expert, but from a practical standpoint, like maybe just setting small goals, right? Like maybe it's like, I just want to look at one person in the eye for one joke. Like that's my goal for tonight. And maybe the next night it's like, okay, I'm going to look at two people and it's three. But like just setting small goals, because if you just base it off of like, I never look at anybody that's so far away. Yeah. But if you put like a number to it, I know that helps me when I have a goal of my own cool thank you okay. i have one comment if so thanks for sharing all that yeah. i really appreciated like that vulnerability and I, also i think like i don't know i thought it was like funny when you were talking about your mom like i feel like yeah. there could like there is that was like really funny and how she's like japanese and christian and also how yeah. she like like you stopped going to school because of evolution like i feel like there you could like harp on that like contradiction like you know japanese like the stereotype is you know they really want you to stay in school but yeah so that was definitely a conflict like maybe just like delve into that conflict more like cool christianity kind of took over no yeah there's an irony there that's good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks yeah. Clap your hands wildly, everybody. Casey Field. Yay. It's their 
therapy. It's joke work. It's joke workshop. Yay! Every Monday, six to eight. Uh, hey, I'm excited. We're moving into a max rock block. That's a rock block of Max. This comedic Max is here. Turns up to the max. Job rock Max here. Mutiny Radio Job Workshop Max. I'm sorry, I'm being silly. Uh, hey, thanks everybody for donating your two bucks. It really does help keep the station alive and float, and we really do appreciate it, especially when you get weird free therapy. It's crazy. Uh, and it's all uh, recorded, and there's a podcast. It's available on our website. You guys can always download it. I have you all tagged. Don't worry, it'll be on your page tomorrow. Your next comedian, what a funny guy. You're really going to love him. He's so incredibly likable. Yay! Put your hands together for Max Eddie. <laughs> Um, you guys, things just aren't going well with me and my girlfriend right now. Um, no, I'm fucking with you. I don't have a girlfriend. Uh, no, that's fine. Fuck, dude. I, honestly, those are conversations that people never have explicitly, but it did feel like we were in rent together right there. Like, we were just doing, like, a little support group. Like, we, we were, are all afflicted with the AIDS and... <laughs> We are coming together, you know, that's good. I was in rent, so I can say that, right? That's, is that okay? Um, also, why, let's do this to the side a little bit. Um, okay, yeah, can you guys, okay, I'm gonna do uh, a joke I've been doing for a while, but I'm trying to tag it up, so just pretend you've never heard it before, okay? Um, uh, so you guys, I, I don't know if you, any of you know this, but I am bisexual. Um, and I'm, I'm not gay yet. I don't know if you've heard that. That's a joke I've got. But uh, I, uh, I told my sister I was bi, uh, and she said she doesn't believe in someone being bi. She believes you're either like gay or you're straight. Or okay, uh, she stop. Shut the fuck up, George. Oh yeah. How about okay? Here, here's a little contract, George. No, shut up. Shut up. You can you can say one thing for every laugh you got during your set. Does that sound good? Okay. Uh, I'll keep talking. Nope, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. It's recorded, so uh, check that out later. Um, now, people are trying to do fucking jokes, man. Stop. Uh, so let's get back into my uh, my sex jokes, everybody. Um, fucking a. Um, so uh, yeah, she believes you're either like gay or you're straight, or she puts it, you're gay. <laughs> but she believes in dumb stuff all the time, like um, God. No, that's. <laughs> Oh, that's mean. She doesn't believe in God. But uh, she believes in, like, personality tests, like Myers-Briggs. Has anyone here taken Myers-Briggs? Like, uh, do you guys, like, believe in it? No. I do. Okay, Devorah. Uh, this is going to be fun. Uh, what's your, like, what is your, your, your type? Like, what's your Myers-Briggs type? I'm INTJ. INTJ. Is that... Okay, is that, stop it, um, is that, is that the one that likes kombucha, or like, like, I, I don't remember that one. I gotta, I'll figure out a tag for that, there's, that's fine, but, uh, that's fine. I actually, um, uh, my sister, like, she actually factors that into who she's gonna date. Uh, like, she, so she's an E-N, uh, E-F-T-J, I, I think, and uh, her, um, her ex Jeff was uh, fuck. What's the one where you cheat? <laughs> um, he was that. He was that one. IMDb. I don't. Fuck. I don't know. 
But <laughs> no, she actually, I had to like console her when uh, like her ex-boyfriend cheated on her. She was just like, I thought like our, our types were supposed to be like 99% compatible. Like how could this happen? And I was just like, maybe he was like a Virgo. I, do you believe in that too? Like, is, does that help? I don't, I'm not good at that stuff, man. People think I have a face, like I can help you with relationship problems and I can't. Um, and I'll write jokes for that later. Um, th okay, there we go. Um, well, okay, I spent um, half my fucking set uh, telling George to shut up, so, um, yeah, that was great. Shut, no, shut, I'll spend the, the last minute of my set telling you to shut the fuck up. People are trying to tell jokes up here, man. God damn it. It's like, we only get fucking 15 minutes a night to do this shit. Like, no one has to hear you talk. You know, if Casey spent the whole time asking a question about, like, how do I just get up here, I'll spend a minute saying, just shut the fuck up, okay? Like, I don't, god damn it, someone's gotta be the one to do it. I, I know I look like the nicest person, like, I look like I'm not gonna be the guy to say that, because I look like an undercover Mormon or something, but <laughs> I'll fucking, I'll tell you to shut up. Like, god damn it, like, just, if you were funny, like, then, yeah. I don't care, no, if he, if he, didn't fucking every single time no fucking Casey's up here fucking bearing his soul he's just mm, just every time after everything he said it's like let him say his fucking words man let people tell their jokes okay don't I don't need fucking I don't need like critiques but I'm done uh, yeah thanks Elder Eddie everybody give it up for Elder Eddie I actually have I have some good I have some good help you wanted to tag for one of them yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's uh you said, I'd use it as a callback a couple times, you're gay, because it's really funny with the sister yeah. thing and you're gay. And then when you said, what are you, it's ITMJ, uh, you're gay. Like, that would be <laughs> funny to, to do yeah. and as a callback. And then um, if you ever say TJ at the end, like EFTJ, I love Mexico, that place is amazing. Oh, yeah. uh, and, you know, uh, maybe if you hadn't gotten TMJ, or if your sister hadn't gotten TMJ from sucking dick, it would have been okay. Or TMJ is the thing with your jaw. Oh, okay. And so there's a thing about like getting jaw clicks or I, I would just okay. play with all those silly letters and like things that you could I feel like there's a ton of tags to put in there with letters that make sounds that can correspond to things that aren't part of it but why not yeah exactly I was starting of, to do that with the IMDB right 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 just, exactly and that's yeah. where I got it from is you already said IMDB so yeah. like yeah EFTJ I love Mexico the donkey show's amazing or whatever yeah that's that's awesome okay good looking out so you're you asked, like, what's the type that cheats? I just instantly thought, like, S-L-U-T. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of... I've been, I was trying to figure out, like, there's a lot of four-letter words that you can do um, to... So, yeah, that's that's a good one. I'll like, write it down. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. play with letters. Look yeah. First, look at all the letters that you can become with that silly test, yeah. and then figure out all the other dumb letters that just sort of roll off the tongue. And then you'll have just tons of, like, matrices to correspond yeah. with, you know? Exactly, yeah. I love the Myers-Briggs premise. It's just, like, fun because I'm, everybody's taking it. I mean, everyone's taking that test at least once. And so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And everyone, like, people people were always, like, pushing me to take it, too. Did you know to take the official Myers-Briggs, it costs 50 fucking dollars? Really? Oh. Yeah, Even it costs $50 online. And it gets certified to give the test $2,100 for a, a weekend seminar. It's fucking insane, right? Like, you can you can take, like, a which Pokemon are you test on Facebook for free. But <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There's also... Um, 
so some of these personality tests you see on like Facebook and stuff are a big part of the uh, you know the Cambridge Analytical stuff that's happening. Oh like, no way! Yeah, yeah. Oh so my basically, God, when you take okay, yeah, I'll just tests. I'll take this time to like give you the news now. Wow. Uh, now that I'm not going to get interrupted. Wow. So uh, no, what it is is they'll uh, they'll uh, they were taking like people were taking those tests and then um, back before Facebook started regulating it better, um, you could take one of those tests like fucking what Pokemon are you? And th these companies could not only harvest your data, uh, which you agreed to by signing or accepting their terms and conditions, uh, but they can harvest your friends' data, like anyone in your network. So all they had wow. to do to like get you know, access to so much of your Facebook data, they had like 5,000 data points on every American in the electorate. All they had to do was get a couple hundred thousand people to take those kinds of tests. So, um, oh, that's yeah. Awful. So when it's like, which, yeah. which lipstick color should you wear? Something stupid. Shit like, or, yeah. Stupid shit like what that. What kind exactly. of cat are you? Yeah. And I'm just like, how do I, like, I, I want to make that funny and also get to that point, but there's a lot of shit. Like, yeah. Oh, that's uh, a great premise though. Yeah. You should, yeah. yeah. Also, I just want to say, I don't know if you, this, it sounded ad-libbed, but like the undercover Mormon is just fucking funny. Yeah. I <laughs> thought about it like a year ago and it's fun, but, um, yeah, good looking out. <laughs> You're awesome. Um, I don't know the joke, but I thought it was funny that you were like, maybe he's a Virgo because you were making fun of like all this stupid shit and to believe in like yeah. that. Like, I don't know. I was like, that's interesting though. That's it, the one thing. Yeah. I was trying to figure out cause, um, I've always thought of Myers-Briggs as like, it feels like, uh, pretentious astrology like it's like oh i've like astrology like got a bachelor's in media studies or something like that's what it always felt like to me yeah so um i should why don't i just say those things i think that's fucking see casey this is what you got to do you just realize you think and you're like oh fuck i have jokes that's cool but um but yeah no i'll i'll play around with that and, and figure it out but yeah thank you guys so much sorry about that, that hey was, no it's yeah. good to be honest max eddie and you guys, this is, I mean, we we create whatever the community is here and however it works. And, you know, we're the ones that tolerate what's here and what's not. So it's good to speak your mind and make this. And as Casey did, you guys can spend your time doing whatever you want. If you ever want to practice an eight-minute set because you know it's upcoming, fuck the comments. I'll just give you eight minutes. You know what I mean? Like, this place is for you to work out your shit in other places in front of people that are going to be here and are going to listen. And the right people stay and the right people are paying attention to give comments. So, like, use this space and do that. Then say things that are bothering you because, I mean, you can't do it everywhere and brainwash doesn't exist anymore uh, so <laughs> there you go uh, and thanks to you guys for donating two dollars we really appreciate it your next comedian he had a great set last Friday at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse it was great for him to fill in at the last minute and I will finish this Max Rock block to the max by pronouncing his name right. Everybody, put your hands together for Max. Moa, can he... God damn it, I can't... <laughs> Moa, Shani, Moa, Mohajanine! Oh, man, I was... I don't have any one, so I was going to do a five, Mohajanine, but... I don't know, do you want to... <laughs> I'm dumb. I'll dumb. give you one more chance, Pam. Do you have, I'll Max, Mohajanine! All right. <laughs> But I'm but just for to be clear, I'm good for the next two and a half mics right now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I I, I like math. <laughs> no. uh, it's cool. Uh, I am excited to be here. Uh, <laughs> I I like to read. I'm a pretty big fan. Uh, all right, thanks. <laughs> I read so much that I've actually read The Art of the Deal. Like, The Art of the Deal's Donald Trump's autobiography, written by Tony Schwartz. <laughs> 
Like, you know when you're like, you've, you've eaten trail mix, but you already picked out all the M&Ms, so all that's left is nuts, and you're like, I guess I'll just eat this, you know? That's, that's where I'm at with books. Uh, the other thing, too, is like I, I got it from Berkeley Public Library, and I requested it to be put on hold for me. Uh, and like they've, they've probably never had that happen before, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, I think you can sign up. If, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> where was I? No. Uh, but yeah, th so like, I don't know if, like, Berkeley's not exactly Trump country, you know? It's like, um, and also like Berkeley, Berkeley Public Library, it's, it's like one flew over this cuckoo's nest became real. Like, and you can also check that book out at Berkeley Public Library, and if you do, and if you read it before you leave, you feel like you're in the book. It's, uh, it's like Jumanji. Um, so then I went to go get it, and like I had to pick it up, and the lady, like the lady, gave me the book, and she just looked at me like I was crazy, and I was like, "All right, it's a little bit weird, but like, why am I the crazy one? Like the guy behind me is yelling at a bookshelf. He thinks Dewey Decimal's a person that defeated Truman in 1948. I saw this lady in the nonfiction section. She was telling all the books to keep it real. She was like, "Don't be phony like those fiction books." She's like. Holden Caulfield's a hypocrite. He keeps calling people phonies, and he's not even real. He's, he's make-believe. Um, I also read that book, The Secret. You get, like, so basically, they say, like, oh, if you just visualize something happening enough, it'll happen in real life. But if that were true, a lot of people would have been in porn. <laughs> All right, I, gotta, I feel like... Part of me wants to like call someone out and be like, you would have had sex with a lot of porn stars, but I don't want to call anybody out. I feel bad. <laughs> um, I, like, uh, I like math, too. I'm a big fan. Uh, I'm enough of a math enthusiast that I insist on referring to the Matrix movie trilogy as the matrices. Like, I, uh, like I'll tell people, like, oh, I haven't seen the second Matrix. I've only seen the first and third matrices. That's, I, I missed one. Um, I like to travel too. Like I went to I went to Iceland a year ago, and I flew Wow Airlines. And when I got there, I found out they lost my bag. So I was like, "Wow! Like, <laughs> good job, guys!" Like that was the day I found out it's like you pronounce it sarcastically. That's really the only airline you can pronounce sarcastically, right? Like you couldn't really be like Southwest. They'd be like, why are you saying it that way? Like, are you implying that we're a different direction? How dare you? It's like, well, I am about to fly from LA to DC. That's Northeast. But hey, it's a round trip flight, so catch me, catch me on the way back. I might pronounce it not sarcastically. Um, also, like, I, I went to Lake Tahoe last summer, and uh, I had to buy sunscreen while I was there. So I went to a gift shop, and I found some. I picked it up, I looked at the label, and it said it had the scent of sunshine. And I was like, what does sunshine smell like? I've never, like, I've never gone outside and been like, yeah, that's, that's the good stuff, you know? Or like, hey, it's daylight savings. It's going to smell good for longer now. <laughs> or like, it's, hey, it's an eclipse. Don't sniff directly at the sun. It'll burn your nostrils. All right, so I'm, I'm, I'll finish there. Thanks, everybody. Yay! Max Moachanin! Yay! Yay! Uh, I love your book jokes, Holden Caulfield. Anything with that, of course, is wonderful because it is so very nostalgic and lovely. And um, The Secret, that was a really cute turn that you said with the porn stars, but then I'd throw in something after that, one of their weird, mundane, dumb things like, and always hold your gratitude, Rock. Or uh, like okay. one of the things that they are like, uh -huh. and make sure to thank the goddess for positivity and sunshine or whatever. <laughs> like. 
after the porn thing because you you turn it you turn the subject the, you you make it you know different so we expect something different and then I turn it back so we know you really did read the secret uh, okay, like gotcha. just throw us one of the bullshit because it's there's so many bullshit things you can pull out of there okay gotcha I have a gratitude rock in my pocket actually right now okay <laughs> I can appreciate right that right there. <laughs> I would love to see an act out of you calling to put that book on hold I just oh, think that's a good idea. so funny about you doing that but yeah I loved it okay cool thank you. Oh, right. An act out of that whole thing of like calling the Berkeley librarian. Because what does the Berkeley librarian sound like? Like, she's got to be a piece of work, That's right? Like, this could be, this could be a lot of fun. <laughs> It'd be like, hello, wait, I have to subdue this homeless man before I answer your phone call. You want the what? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that Art of the who? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. There's some stuff there. And what kind of, we've never heard you do act outs because you're usually pretty dry. So to see you have like some, which I think is very funny. And I think that's great about you that you're just like this very, you're funny, but you're dry. But uh -huh. it, to put a little, like to inject some so, strange personality out of nowhere and see what that's like would be, that would be another reversal because we expect you to just be like uh -huh. chill. Okay. Gotcha. So don't give me more range or something. Yeah. Why not? All right. Cool. Stretch yourself. Other comments? <laughs> yeah, no, you can say good things too. You can be like, oh, that was really great, and it's so funny. Do you um, do you have any upcoming shows anywhere? No, unless somebody no. wants to give me one. <laughs> are you gonna you're gonna go to Edinburgh after this? Uh, or are you gonna go to Mission Hill Saloon? Uh, got canceled. It got canceled. Uh, it got canceled. Oh, so we're all gonna go to Mission Hill Saloon. We're all gonna fight each other. Oh, just kidding. Oh, okay. We don't want more people to go. Actually, Angel Weaver's super smart. Keep the keep the open mic secret. Keep them safe. <laughs> don't tell anybody about them unless you're here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, hey, everybody, put your hands together for Max. It's a Max Brock block. Uh, okay, we have two comedians left, but I'm going to do... I've been wanting to work on a thing, so I'm going to work on it. Uh, yay. Okay, yay me, yay. <laughs> I would I would give myself money, but I actually don't have any. So <laughs> that would be that would be ironic right there. So I've been wanting to talk about the Bible a lot, and I don't, you know, yeah. Who loves the Bible? It's really hard because you, well, you don't know how much how much like research how deep you should get into it because when I I mean I just read the Bible because I really love studying feminism and I think it's just such an important text to know how a women are supposed to be in the world I think like historically what a wonderful document to learn how to be a woman uh, two amazing books actually before I even get to Esther and Ruth and wow what incredible stories I want to start with the story of Lot is anybody familiar with the story of Lot in Genesis you are that's so great Great. Here's the thing. I have no idea how this attunes to feminism or how I'm supposed to be a woman, but wow, it sure talks about women in an amazing way. So uh, Sodom and Gomorrah are kind of like San Francisco, but like old timey, right? Like they're like lighting candles and like having butt sex all the time. And they're like, oh, they're like lube, spit in your butt. Oh! And so these angels come down because God is like, uh, uh I'm not doing it anymore. There's one family, Lot. He is totally righteous and awesome. So he sends these two angels to go visit Lot. And the men, the people, all the people in the city are like, knocking down his doors like we want to fuck those guys and he's like you know what no I'm going to give you my daughters so he sends his two daughters out and God is like I am pleased you didn't have them rape the angels your family gets to be saved but at the same time his daughters are being violated by the whole town ha 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 
<laughs> Thanks, God. So then they're like, let's leave. Let's pack up our shit. And they're like, don't look back. When we destroy it with hell and brimstone, it's going to be like the best firework display ever, but don't turn around. So he and his two daughters and his wife are running, and his wife turns back and turns into a pillar of salt, somehow meaning remembrance or something about thinking about how she was really lustful. I'm not sure what the Bible really means on this one. Not sure. But what I do know is that she's a pillar of salt, and so the two daughters take the dad up into the caves, and they think they're the only Jews left in creation. So what do they do? They get their dad fucking wasted, and then they fuck him so that they can have babies from their dad because they need to keep the whole Jewish race going. This is in the Bible, and I don't know what it means for feminism, but I do know it means something. <laughs> it seems kind of like America right now. Uh, I, no, I have no idea how those two things go together, except that God hates women. <laughs> so there's two other books in the Bible, Esther and Ruth. And wow, Esther, what an amazing story. She saves the whole Jewish people. How? A hot rack and doesn't look Jewy. Absolutely. Her name was Hadassah. They changed it to Esther. Her parents were dead. Her uncle sold her to like a king because she was hot and didn't look Jewy. So great. Not great at puzzles. Not super clever. Hot rack. Not Jewy. Uh, and then the story of Esther, or Ruth. She's great. She's a Sumerian woman, I think, or Syria. I don't know, somewhere over there, and gets married to a Jew. Isn't that nice? And then they, he dies, and then the mother-in-law's like, let's go back to Israel. I can't go on my own. And she's like, okay, I'll go with you. And she's like, oh, it's a beautiful story of love. And she's like, hey, go fuck the old guy, the rich one, the fat rich one. And she's like, oh, okay. And she lays at the feet of Boaz for three days, which like in the Bible is like, oh, oh I think they were getting it on. And then there's a whole verse where the guy is like, I am old and fat. Why not marry one of my younger brethren? And she's like, because I listened to my mother-in-law and married the old rich fat dude. So what do we learn from the Bible? Hot rack, don't look chewy. Listen to your mother-in-law all the time. And um, something about letting your daughters get raped by the town. I'm not sure like how God is involved in that. And uh, okay, so those were the jokes I wanted to tell about the Bible. Yay! <laughs> My question is, it's too much Bible all at once. Yeah, because people aren't interested, and there's, I have to give too much. Like, I try to give just enough background, but we get lost. The lot thing, I need actual joke. I mean, I think the thing is funny enough on its own, just because it's like, this is, I'm telling the actual story that's in the Bible, and I think that's funny, but it's too much exposition. Yeah? Everyone's just shaking their head. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, trying to pack it all together is impossible. It's just too much exposition and yeah. Yeah. I went to Bible college too. Oh, okay. But so I'm but I'm 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 straight on with it. But and but you weren't even interested and you know about the Bible. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. Well, I, I have other, 
Like, no, rape my daughters, and that's, at the time, what was okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, so, yeah. I'm, I've been trying to make that funny for a while, and I just kind of by telling the story. But the, the Esther and Ruth thing I used to have is a much longer thing, but I just compacted it because I'm concerned about giving too much history. And if it's enough history. But if it's not funny, I mean, I have all kinds of other things to talk about, about feminism. I'm just trying to, like, do the... I just I happen to have a lot of biblical knowledge, so I like to use it. Okay. Um, but just like, yeah, maybe a little less. I guess. Right. I know the Bible gets boring too. No one wants a sermon. I mean, <laughs> even when you go to church, you still don't want a sermon. You like want your pastor to be humorous <laughs> or whatever. I don't, I haven't been to church in a long fucking time. I have no idea what that's about. Okay. Well, thanks guys. Yay. <laughs> All right, your next comedian. Uh, it is hard to read his first name, but I'm going to try it. Uh, Arjula Shanker! What was that? <laughs> is that one free? No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I always feel bad uh, whenever I go to these open mics. They'll get to my name, and it's like just like a deer in headlights. They're like uh, just startled almost. I didn't pronounce it. No, it's uh, it's Aditya Shankar. Um, but I'll, I'll put it in. Um, no, so you guys probably already heard all this stuff, but I'm gonna. I'm still trying to work out kinks, so I'm gonna go for it. Uh, I feel like everyone around here, I guess in general, is really trying to maximize their productivity these days, right? Like, people don't want to be wasting any time whatsoever. Should always be conquering the world. Which is why I don't really understand all the animosity towards Muni, right? Like, do you realize how much you can get done on a three-stop Muni ride? It's like, I watch a season of The Wire, teach myself Mandarin, and then forget Mandarin before I get to work every morning, right? <laughs> Like, the other day, between Powell and Montgomery, I saw a receding hairline. And it's not like I saw a guy with a receding hairline. I literally saw that hairline take a step back, you know? If physically aging on your commute every morning isn't productivity, then I don't know what is, right? I mean, you can just check that box off for the day. Aging, done. No. And like, when you're on there, you can always see, you can always kind of tell who reads those productivity like self-help books, right? Because it'll be just the go-getter just taking his morning dump on the train, right? <laughs> right. Um, I mean, that guy is not wasting any time, right? Yeah. And if you guys have never been on Muni with someone taking a dump, then you've never been on Muni before. Yeah. I feel like Garfield established this real misconception that Mondays are the worst day of the week, right? Uh, and I gotta respectfully disagree with our 20th president on this one, right? Like, Mondays aren't that bad. Wednesdays are the hardest day of the week, right? Monday and Tuesday, your, basically every other day of the week, your conversation topics with your coworkers are just scripted, right? You've got like, oh, how was your weekend? Oh, any plans this weekend? And then Wednesday arrives and it's like an improv class. It's like, uh, uh, um, and then you start talking about like the current events, right? Like the fact that it's Wednesday. It's like, uh, can't believe it's Wednesday already. And I'm like, I mean, I can't believe they're making a Toy Story 4 
I can't believe Jay-Z did that to Beyonce, and I certainly can't believe it's not butter. But the fact that it's Wednesday is not the craziest thing I've heard this week, you know? But I'm being harsh, I'm being harsh. Like, on Wednesday, your coworkers will also really open up to you about their, like, deepest feelings and emotions, right? They'll be like, it feels like a Friday to me, you know? And now that it feels like a Friday, you can get back on script, right? So, any plans this weekend? <laughs> um, I feel like everyone's into dating apps these days as well, right? And my thing is, I don't feel that strongly about any of them, you know? I mean, I like Twitter as a friend, but I don't know if I'm ready to take that relationship to the next level, you know? Like, let's take things, like, take things slow. No, I did get on a couple of dating apps recently, and it, uh, it's been tough because my friends were like, you really want to be transparent on there, right? Be, be true to yourself. And so I put on there, not monogamous. Uh, and I was like, because I mean, you got to be ogamous to at least be monogamous, right? Like you can't be like, there's like if you're not like, uh, what's like, what's zero gamus or whatever, non-gamus? I don't even know if I'm using the roots correctly, but yeah. It also might have something to do with like, I also, my, and then my friends were like, oh, you want to have really good photos on there. Make sure there's no, uh, like other people aren't in your photos, right? So I replaced all my photos with images of the mystery box from Mario Kart. Uh, and I was like, well, this will be better, right? Because now it's like the girl's like, please be a blue shell. Please be a blue shell. Anytime they see my profile, right? All right, I think that's all, all I got, guys. Thanks a lot. Aditya Shankar! Comments, comments, comments! Comments! That was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, so the, the product of the pooping joke is super funny. And then the first joke where it's like the three-stop thing where you say about the Muni. But then the, the, the receding hairline is just the same joke. Uh, Again, though, right? Because it's it's that it takes a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that is hyperbole, which is a thing that people do. So that's a you know, it's a reasonable strategy. But I, I didn't. My personal opinion is it did not connect with me. But that was you know how long? I don't, is it, how long have you been doing stand up for? Like, like four months. That, yeah, you're really that's really like I didn't write a good joke for like six months. So like this is that's quite impressive. Yeah, thanks a lot. No problem. And it's funny when you talk about someone's receding hairline because you have so much hair that, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it'll either. never, <laughs> your hairline will never recede. So the concept that you're actually even looking at it on someone else, like, this is a problem you don't and will never have. <laughs> like, you're not even, you have a big, full hair. So is it like, as in like, it's... Like in is it in like insensitive to people with the hair? Well, I mean, it's almost that? like oh. it's almost like you're punching. It's, it's like you're punching down, but you don't even know it because it's oh, like those okay. poor guys that have receding hairlines. Interesting. But you have a lot of hair. Like yeah, I never even thought thick, about that. luscious, you know, locks. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that the uh, um, the coworker conversation, the scripted conversation with coworkers, is like that's a great premise. Yeah. And I, I was thinking, um, like. Uh, like I was, just, I was like, "Fuck!" Why didn't I think of that? Like that's that's great. I was actually hoping for like something like maybe like a dialogue or something like a like a 
an actual, not an actual, but like yeah. some kind of conversation, like some something kind of mean in that particular dynamic. I don't know why I, I want. Yeah, I, I also have this thing where I'm like, you just say, "Oh, how was your weekend?" as you nod along without listening. Kind right, of I've tried that. And yeah. when you get to Wednesday, you can pick up like something else. Like, did you see that cat video on you? <laughs> like, like Wednesday, right. all you can do is like talk about cats or right. unicorn or, poo. Like, right. what dumb banal thing do you pull out of the internet to wave in your? colleague's face on a Wednesday right, but then right. you get to the Friday it's like a Friday and then like yeah. that's funny because it's just that whole cycle but right. I'd put something in there that's just mundane like that everyone loves like the puppy live feed or right. you know yeah, like ca something about cats cool yeah awesome. awesome thanks thanks so much everyone clap your hands together everybody for Itchia Shankar about rock blocks tonight we got an indian rock block but i know how to pronounce his name clap your hands together for arjun Banerjee. that's right oh my goodness all right here what i was diagnosed as bipolar recently and it took i've been going to therapy oh you put the dollar two dollars in okay Alrighty then, this better be worth $2, you guys. So laugh really loud, even if you don't like it. Uh -huh. Anyway, so I was diagnosed with bipolar. I've been going to therapy for about a year and a half, and I think it took my therapist so long to realize I was bipolar uh, because I would often go in and be like, oh, I'm sad, or ah, oh, my parents. But I never went and was like, oh, you know, doc, sometimes I'm just really, really happy. Yeah. <laughs> Never got to the mania part of that. That took a while for me to really reveal and like open up and like, you know, I'm happy sometimes. Can we fix that? Um, the thing is though, so I am going to have to go on mood stabilizers. And what mood stabilizers are is it's paying someone $200 a month to always feel like you just ate at Denny's. Um, but uh, I would say, I, would, I did say, like, oh, Doc, I'm happy, but that's not quite it. It's like, what if someone were just, ran were just at, like, random intervals blow cocaine into your face? Um, and for a while, I just thought that was the normal human experience. But I have recently learned that people have to buy cocaine to get that. Um, but then they get to choose when to do it. So I'm not a, I'm not a, but no, it's, it's, it's not fun. I like when I'm depressed, I'm like, man, I want to kill myself. And then when I'm manic, I'm like, man, I want to kill myself, but on a skateboard. <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, ooh, what have I killed myself? Anyways, um, what are my other jokes about that? Here's an unrelated joke that makes me deeply unlikable. Um, <laughs> I dealt, I dealt with a lot of bullying in high school because I bullied a lot of kids. Um, uh, okay, see? Anyways, no, but my therapist, my therapist also, also, he also di diagnosed me as a, uh, he said I was a narcissist, which means a doctor got to know me, looked at me, and then diagnosed me as an asshole. <laughs> I have the met the collective wisdom of 3,000 years of Western medicine was like, yo, dude, you suck. So that's something interesting. Um, you guys ever worry? I when I'm is that the end of my? What is it? Is that the end of my? Oh. Oh, here's one. No, but recently I've not been suicidal, but what is it when you want to attempt suicide and then survive for the attention? I'm whatever that is. Okay, well, that's the end of those uh, mental health jokes. So it's going to get much more mundane. So we good? You guys ever, when I'm at the gym, I'm always worried people are judging me because I am judging the fuck out of everyone there.
Oh, thought that was. Do, do you guys not do that? Is that a me thing? No, right? Because everyone's weird. Like, I see your made-up exercises. That's not, okay. I thought that would be good. Um, what else? No, I'm not going to do that joke. Oh, you know what I saw? I recently, I actually, my mom died when I was really young. Uh, I was like three, and so I, I didn't really remember what she looks like. And I recently saw a picture of her for like the first time in a really long time. I was like, damn, I'm really hot for what I was given to work with. Because uh, she looked like a goblin. Uh -huh. Just a big old uggo. Uh, but I, you know, I'm a solid, solid hottie. Okay, I'm done. Uh -huh. Arden, you get to stay up there. Stay up there. No, no, no. It's okay. We have time. Uh, so, we definitely have time. so first of all, uh, what you were—the technical term—is suicidal ideation, Ugh. and it's pronounced weird. It's not idealization, but it's suicidal ideation, and it's thinking about suicide because you want to have it turn out in this sort of idealized way that you. I feel like you can call back to narcissism a bunch of times at the end with all of those jokes where you're like, I'm better looking and my mom's a troll. That I'm a narcissist. I feel like you can call back to narcissism a lot. And I applaud you for doing more personal stuff. Um, you always, you said you always ate at Denny's and I don't get it because it's good because it makes you feel full. I don't understand why the Denny's line is, I don't understand what Denny's is to you. I need like a qualifier there. I, no, is it because it's two, three, or four dollars and you well, can eat? Or? I guess the idea is that it's like a mediocre restaurant, yeah. and so when you eat there, you feel like, like just very fine. You know, you know, you know when I, you go to Denny's, it's just like, oh, okay, and then you leave. So it, but oh, right. So I didn't understand how that had to do with happiness because I was like, and then you said cocaine buys, and I was like, what? And then I was like, well, maybe when you buy the cocaine, you do it in the bathroom at Denny's. Maybe that's why Denny's can to be fun. I was just confused. I didn't know what was going on there. Uh, oh, okay. But then also the skateboarder joke was great about. All right. That was very funny. Yeah. I was going to say, um, oh, I have a couple, I have a couple notes. Uh, one, <laughs> have you, you know how some people will have like a catchphrase? I oh, think yeah. you should just like <laughs> once, probably every two or three minutes in your set. Well, if you're doing an hour, like once every two or three minutes, uh, you just say, I'm a narcissist. <laughs> just like that. I feel like all my jokes essentially say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I feel like that's the theme of there my personality. Yeah, but the, um, but the, uh, the reason the gym joke didn't work is it had the same structure as the bullying joke. And so there ah. wasn't a misdirect there. Um, I fucking love the bipolar joke. That first one was so goddamn good. Did you just write that? Or have you been working? I wrote that on Monday. That shit's... I got my diagnosis on Monday. There we go. But no, that shit's... It's fucking hilarious. But um, like on a serious note though, like... Um, Don't do a serious note in front of everyone. Well, no, it's... it's like it's fine. We've you weren't here earlier. We had some okay. serious notes. Um, but you don't. You honestly don't need any one joke to be deeply unlikable. Okay? Oh, that's like, so sweet. Funny. Yeah, that is. Oh, <laughs> no, uh, it's you. Uh, just ooh, you have it. You were gonna say something about like oh. It was, okay, that <laughs> no, it's fucking it serious. But it was like, great. It's no, not. It's a chill, dog. Okay. I just want to say, Arjun, like, I've seen you do comedy for a long time, and I just want to let you know, I actually really enjoy your stage presence now. Oh. Oh, now. Hell yeah. Ah! Hey, guys. 
Who says you practice? You, you, worked, you worked your way like, fucking oh. into it, man. You used to be nervousy and kind of shit, and then you look yeah. so much more relaxed. Like you don't give two fucks about what any of these dickheads have to say to you and what about that you. That is not accurate. I all. <laughs> it's what I value all of your opinions. No, 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 no. It's what I'm saying. It's what you look like. It's not what you might feel like. But you certainly have the the swagger for for like a professional comedian. For a much more attractive Indian. I think no, it's I'm really good. You're really good looking. You're really good looking. I know he hates everything I have to say, but I just want you to know that I think it's pretty. I think you look very cool. Like after all these fucking like I've seen you for like three fucking years, that man. Is, yeah, like you look cool now, now, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Like it's awesome. So I just want to let you know, yeah, man. Yeah. Like that's it. Fuck off, laugher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very new to comedy and uh, oh. this is my third day and I really respect the way you express yourself and be brave and like <laughs> brave uh, that's right as they say like doesn't every, need to be funny if I'm brave here we go <laughs> every every joke has the part of the truth me like uh I I'm religious. I'm a Muslim, and I find it like really brave to express those like you know mentals my issues, mm-hmm. and just reveal myself, open myself, be more open. I really respect that man. Like you're awesome. I just I just respect oh, that okay. man. Thank well, you. Thanks. That actually means a lot. Thanks. Yay! Clap your hands together. Respect him with your clapter. Everybody, Arjun, Banerjee. Oh wait, it's Cassandra. Wait, Cass has something to say. I'm sorry, Cass has something to say. I just had one more one more comment. The awkward silence when you were talking about judging people at the the gym. I kind of actually liked it, and it would kind of be good if you like then judged people in the audience. Mm, yeah. Asshole. Okay. Yeah. You are an asshole. Yeah, you have a flat butt. Your left boob is bigger than your right. Everybody, Arjun Banerjee. I would love it if someone was like, your left boob is bigger than your right. Like that is the weirdest <laughs> neg I think you could ever hear. Uh, your last comedian of the night. He didn't sign up, but he's the guy who was just talking who's super new. I don't know his name, but we know he's a Muslim. Clap your hands wildly for this guy. Hi, um, my name is Ali and I'm from Kazakhstan. Thank you so much. This is my third day. I actually decided that the being comedian is my dream. Yeah. It's all started when I decided to go back to religion and change myself, change my bad habits and instead gaining good habits. It's what, it was very, you know, it was very, very hard. Um, I came to school and my teacher says, Ali, there's something changed in you. And I said, I quit smoking. She says, no, there is something more. I said, I quit eating chocolate. And she says, no, there is something more deep inside you changed. And I'm religious, I'm a Muslim. And she says, why? Why? You were so much fun before. Like, I, I, I loved you being yourself, but now you have these frames kind of thing. You're trying to look like a prophet. You're kind of trying to be this pure, innocent thing. You were pure. I like the way you were. You know, I have a Meisner teacher in Academy of Art University. I'm about to graduate my MFA program. Thank you. And um, last, last year, my Meisner teacher told me, when you come to God, God won't tell you. You know, why weren't you Moses? He would never tells that. He will tell you, why weren't you Ali? <laughs> and, you know, um, I had this like seven posts for the last 18 hours. So the, the, the previews of the fourth post was something like that. I came back to the face 
faith and I started to change myself and I found out my true self in comedy and uh, I just want to say um, you know like how it feels like when you start to change and you're walking on the street it feels like the whole city changed right feels like your worldview matches with everyone's worldview whenever you smile everyone's smiling whenever you're happy feels like everyone is ready to shake your hand about the thing someone said about the secret right well there's a lot of opinions but mine, <laughs> mine <laughs> My opinion is that, okay, this microphone going down, 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 okay, I'm going up, all right, all right, so, um, the secret is, we might think that at the end we will face ourselves in the mirror, but I would say we would face the things we've done, I mean, don't we, ah, <laughs> uh, I feel like I don't know answer. You know, someone said, like, I know that I don't know anything. So I would say just keep up in the comedy and love yourself. Um, don't, don't read books. No, it's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't read books and I love conversations. I love comedy. Guys, keep up. You, you are great. Just know that. And you know, sometimes you can take the water in the glass, say five good words, drink it. Just believe it. The good things happen after you say it's good. Thank you. Yay! Ali! Good things happen when you say they do. Yay! Thank you for your money. Yay! Thank you. Uh, so we're gonna stay up there. We give you comments and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We give you comments. Hey, I think it's really interesting that your very first joke, you have a great structure, you went one, two, three, and the punchline was that you're a Muslim. I thought you were totally on the right track because people right now, it's so pregnant in everything that like, Muslims, that's weird and crazy. But like you're, no, seriously. Also, I think that it's really neat that you're getting an MFA in religion. Religion is an art. That's funny to me. It's not a science. It's in acting. Oh, in acting. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought Active you were getting film. an MFA in religion and I was going to be like, <laughs> religion is an art. That's hilarious yeah. um and then you said something about muslim worldview but then you didn't i feel like you're only in it for three days but where i would focus your writing time is like what being a muslim is like in what's happening right now because this is a perspective that none of us have really heard and i don't hear this on stage so it's unique as uh somewhere to go with comedy because we don't and you started it you did a you did a you did one two and then your punchline on your first joke was i'm muslim so you're setting yourself up for it and i just think it's a really interesting and unique new situation of premises that none of us know about because i don't think any of us are muslim anybody everyone seems to be atheist around here <laughs> thank you but, um so yeah it's a great place to start writing uh, other other comments for ali our new friend Three days into comedy. Whoop to do. He's loud. He's doing microphone stuff. That's super Yay. fucking fun, and I hope you do it more. I hope I see you next week. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so you're getting an MFA in acting? Where are you getting your MFA in acting from? Academy of Art University. Oh, wow. So what was the last play you were in? Almost Maine last year. 
What, what, what was it called? Uh, Almost Maine. <laughs> Almost Maine is the name of a play. I didn't yeah. even, I've never heard of it. Was it like a Harold Pinter? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Everything seems to be Pinter. <laughs> India Inc. or whatever he does. Cool. Um, can I say hi to my teacher? Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah. Okay. And promote any shows that are happening right now at Academy of Art. Whatever you want, dude. Yeah, uh, we just have... Um so at the end of this semester, we have this musical code uh, called um, Lousy Chaperone. And my friend E. Ren from China is going to perform. He's really funny. Uh, he's gay. And um, I don't find any obstacles because I would say he's the one of the person who understands me more and we respect each other so sincere kind um, I want to say hi to my teacher Peter Gray Lewis he's amazing the best Meisner teacher and oh my to my oh my god yeah and to my teacher uh, Lena Hart for Alexander Techniques I just love Academy of Art it's the best university in my point of view but let's be real it's my point of view thank you yay <laughs> Everybody put your hands together for Ollie. Oh wait, just uh, Angela. Oh, Angela, Angela Weaver. Yay! Hey everybody, uh, before we're all done, does anybody want to say shows that they're in upcoming again? We have five minutes left in the podcast. If you'd like to get up on stage and talk about any upcoming shows you have, we can just run through it. Um, again, listen to Cassandra Inglesby on Sunday, FCC Radio from noon to two with Luke Sawyer. Sorry, what's his name? Sir. Sour. Sour. Sour, yeah, sweet. And um, go see Angel um, at on the 13th at uh, Milk Bar and then at Cobbs on the 22nd. We've got Casey Fields. He's going to say some stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm just playing. Um, no, it's cool because it's like my second book show ever. And I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to be playing at uh, Simple Pleasures Cafe on Tuesday, April 3rd. Sweet. It starts Simple at 8.30. Pleasures. Come on down. It'll be fun. 8.30 free show? I'm not sure. They never sure. actually told me. All right. Well, cool. <laughs> Simple Pleasures. Go see Casey Fields. Yeah. Thank you. Anyone else? Uh, listen to Flat Black Plastic every Saturday from noon to 2. It's my favorite show on the station. All he plays is vinyl. Every week is amazing. Go into his index because every single one of them is unique and insane and incredible. So if you want to have your mind blown and just listen to b badass shit, it's super. they're children to him every week. Flat Black Plastic here. Look in the index at mutinyradio.fm. Anything else from anybody? Are we all good? Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks to Jonathan for being over here making the new night playlist and to everybody who came tonight. Uh, hey, everybody, go do your jokes somewhere else. Yay! <laughs> Why do you insist on living the life clean out of me? Yes, I know you're the person, the person that took time with me. Just give you the right to expect your life from Of 
swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. 
get you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. They're more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner than you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down. 10 p.m. Rock and roll only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge. Always five bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for eight bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open. Uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout, drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items. 
and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken, sci-fi, comedy, non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com There it is. You're listening to Fantastic Comedy Clubhouse every Friday here. Thank you here for listening. We're going to finish up with the happy hour open mic, and then we're going to get into a hell hat. Yeah. It's going to be great tonight. I have a lot of gifts for the audience. They are 420 friendly. I made gummy bears today with Ooh. weed in them. What? So I know what. So like figure out what we're talking about in the uh, every hell hat basket has a theme. And if you figure out the theme, you get gummy. So you just got to yell them out. But we're going to finish out the happy hour with Easter Fun Basket with your special host, Evelyn Erie Diamond. Give it up. Yay. All right. That was Pam Benjamin. She is a fucking badass. We love her. Um, all right. You guys give it up for your next Comedian, Mr. Xavier Campos. San Francisco, what's up? Man, you guys look really, really good. I love San Francisco. I think San Francisco is full of beautiful people, man. I really do. Um, I actually just came back from L.A., and I feel like they pay to look this good, guys. So well done. Well done, for real. You know, actually, I just spent time in Orange County. You know, people in L.A., they think they're better than you. People in Orange County, they know they're better than you guys, okay? So don't even ask. But you guys really do look good. I think I would follow each and every one of you on social media. All of your pictures would be liked about 4 a.m., right? 4 a.m. is like that weird time, like, did he stay up late or wake up early? I don't know. No, no, I, right, it, it happens for sure, and I'm sorry that I did it. You just looked very cool. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I do love San Francisco. Um, it's, and I, I kid social media, I do. I think that it's uh, really, really great, right? I love the way that they promote it, right? Stay connected. Be connected to your friends, your families, your loved ones. And I think it's good at that. I really do. Uh, what do I think it's better at? Well, first of all, guys, thanks so much for asking. I could tell we're going to be really, really good friends, right? No, no, I think it's better at keeping track of, and I don't mean in the way of like, oh my God, big brother, they're after me, Whoa, right? Um, I will say it's a little weird that every time I look at a pair of shoes, it follows me around for like a month and a half, but that's not what I'm talking about. Um, I've actually been using social media to keep track of my ex-girlfriend, but guys, guys, it's not what you think, I swear, it's not to get back with her. Things ended really, really bad, so I'm just trying to track the 
exact moment she changes her hair color, somebody was like, that's when you're in the clear. You know, I had almost stopped when I saw a nose ring, but I got some people together and we're like, no, no, you gotta wait it out a little bit longer. Yeah, we as a group decided once the hair has died, so has the memory of you, right? <laughs> No, no, it's it's actually for uh, it's for the better. I was in a really bad relationship. Uh, I hated getting in fights, right? Uh, who likes to fight in a relationship? I don't know if you guys are familiar with like this move, like showing like the front and back of your hand. Um, it was like I was getting in a fight with a magician or something, right? It was like, as you can see, there's nothing in my hand. And then ta-da, something to fight about out of thin air, guys. Out of nowhere at all. I was like amazed, you know, in the back of my mind, like, like I'd be engaging in the fight in the back of my mind I'd just be like how did she do that right like and I don't know if you guys have ever seen like this like they like they get so mad they grab something out of the air and then show you like their nails it's like is this your card <laughs> no um like uh living in the bay is crazy man I'm actually from southern California I don't know if you could tell like that's why his voice sounds like that right <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, this guy's really committing his life to a horrible Matthew McConaughey impression, and I just do not get it. <laughs> it's like, hey, you got any beer? It'd be a lot cooler if you did. You see what I mean? This is just my life. This is just what I'm working with. You know, the other day I got into an Uber up here, and um, it had signs all over the inside of it, and it said vocal fry, and it had a big circle and then an X through it. What I wish I would have said was, oh, boy, you're about to be in for it. Instead... I got in there and I was like, what up? <laughs> he immediately looked at me like he just wanted to kill me. And um, what I should have said was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. But instead I was like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, no friends. <laughs> it's, no, it's okay. I'm getting this one guy in the corner and I'm loving him for it. Living in San Francisco is really, really strange though. I will say that you have the most fit older people that I, I've lived all over California the most fit older people I've seen all through the state like every time I see an older person about to cross the street I don't know if they're about to cross the street or fuck up the hundred yard dash right I don't know if you guys seen it it's very much like and they just cross the street it's never anything too crazy but they just cross the street and you know I'm, I'm new up here and I just uh, found a place recently there's a lot of slashes when you're looking for a place in San Francisco, right? It's like your bedroom slash kitchen slash bathroom. <laughs> you know, um, I had my first place up here, there was no, uh, like there was a gap between two walls and they just stuffed a bunch of tissue paper and it would just blow like that in the wind. And that acted as my AC slash proof I was living a sad, sad life. Right? <laughs> you know, I think the hardest part about sharing like a small space with somebody is like keeping the bathroom clean, right? And I had like, I would always get into like these tidbits with my roommate James and uh, I got really passive-aggressive I was like you know what? I'm just not gonna clean it for a couple weeks I'm gonna see how long it takes him and a few weeks go by and then he comes up to me and he's just like hey Xavier you know like uh, I don't know if you noticed but the bathroom's gotten really dirty I was like yeah it, it really has and he's like I was wondering if you could just go in there and do your thing and this got me so, so mad. I don't know if you guys can tell or not, but I'm Mexican. So this just really struck a nerve with me. I was like, do your thing. What does that mean? And I'm like, I'm working out just exactly what I'm going to say to him. And then I noticed there's a little envelope on the sink. And he's just like fucking off in the next room, looking out the window. And then I'm looking at the envelope. I'm looking at him. And I open up the envelope. I notice there's a little bit of money in there. 
And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm getting really, really angry. I'm working out just what I'm going to say. And before I do, guys, I just picked up the Clorox and I started cleaning the bathroom. Thank you so much. You guys are a lot of fun. job all right we're bringing up our last comedian for the night um this has been really fun you guys thank you so much um you guys have been great uh okay you guys ready for him all right give it up for mr jason mack thanks for uh having me on i kind of walked in a little bit later i appreciate it um haven't been on stage in a while wow this is awesome uh, getting older is a bitch, though. I, I noticed that I had, you notice I have like a little band-aid on my, my ear, but I noticed I had this mark, and it kept, it wasn't healing, and it kept bleeding. And so I made an appointment with Kaiser, and today they sent me to the dermatologist, and this young girl comes in, and I had, uh, you know, put a traditional smock on, you know, take your, all your clothes off, because she's going to, you know, inspect you from head to toe. And, and I don't know how many of you have been to the doctor as a man. It's one of those, it's those fearful things to have like some random lady that she's going to, you know, fully inspect my body. And she starts going, you know, looking at my head really closely. And, and she's got to be 35 years old, attractive at the same time, which even makes it worse. And she's going down my back and she sees some spots and she's like, oh my God, those are, and I go, do I have anything that you know, looks out of place or anything, anything strange? And she's like, no, no, you just have some of these wisdom spots. And the first time I'm like, wisdom spots, my ass, like, what are those really, she's like, aging spots. Those are aging spots. She's like, yeah, but we try and be PC about it. Um, but the, the part that is she's inspecting and getting lower and lower, and I have the smock being pulled down lower and lower, uh, and getting closer and closer to an area, and I'm thinking to myself, no, please don't let her have to inspect that area. Tell me she's going to pass over my nether regions down here. And of course, she pulls up the smock, and the first thing I want to say is like, hey, hey, don't worry, I, I, I'm really, I, I'm not a shower, I'm a grower. I'm not a shower, I swear to God. Um, but that, that was awkward in that moment. Um, <laughs> But I figure, like, that's the worst it can get. Like, you know, you figure you go out and the only time you see somebody naked is generally if you've been in a relationship or you have a one-night stand. And in this case, I figured it was, it was as bad as it possibly going to get. And I, anyway, I can't, whatever. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, but it's, it's crazy getting old, older here in the city. Like, I just recently broke up with my girlfriend, and I have some, some buddies that, uh, some younger friends like, dude, dude, you got to get out. And like, you know, man, there's a, the cougar scene. And I was like, dude, you can get out. Just get back out there. And I started thinking, I'm like, at my age, like my cougars are like 75 years old. <laughs> I'm like, what a dick. Like this guy, this guy, his cougars are getting him. He's getting like iPhones and nanos. I'm getting government savings bonds and silver dollars at this point. Like, you know, year long supply of Werther's candy. That's fucking great. Um, but also my friends, I feel like I'm one of the last Mohicans. And most of my friends have gotten married. They moved to the East Bay. They're on the suburbs. They're having children. And I get these random calls from buddies of mine. And it's like, dude, I'm in the city. Dude, I'm in the fucking city. I'm in the city. And I'm always like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm doing my thing. I'm sitting on my couch eating some Ben and Jerry's, you know, watching the Discovery Channel. Like, no, you got to come out. We're going to the strip joints. It's going to be amazing. I'm like, I don't care. The strip joints are down the street. I see them all the time. Like, no, check this out. We have free entrance passes to this place. And the women are completely nude and you can touch them. I'm always like, what time are you picking me up? 
but it's not like I go to their town. I don't go to their fucking town. I'm like, dude, I'm in fucking Pleasanton. I'm in fucking Pleasanton. Yeah, get your kids. We're going to the Costco. The little Filipino lady who serves the free samples is fully clothed and you can touch her. Afterward, we'll get Applebee's. The park will push your kid on the fucking swing. We'll be in bed by nine. Um... What else? Uh, I work with like a, a, a mixed group of people, but a lot of younger people uh, at a tech company. Go fucking figure. And this guy who's roughly my age, I started growing my, like just wasn't shaving or anything. And he's like, kept saying to me like throughout these, like, dude, what are you a hipster now? What are you a fucking hipster? I kept like, no, dude, just fucking I didn't shave. He's like, kept nagging at me. And finally I'm like, listen, just shut up. And I got, I got a fucking cold sore. And he's like, Jason has herpes. Jason has herpes. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. I'm a hipster. What? Um, yeah, so the Me Too campaign thing is, is, is huge. And um, I did my part the other night. There was this young girl walking home, and I stopped following her. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, fucking A. Being bald is, people like scared to laugh at that. Ooh, that's not fucking, ooh, that's touchy, who cares? Um, how do you recover from that? Uh, it sucks. You know, the funny thing is about being bald, I find like I start to look like every other bald guy. I don't know, you get the same thing, like somebody like, yo, hey, give it up for Bruce Willis. Yeah, fucking give it up for Moby. Moby's in the house. Yeah, oh, Gollum's here tonight. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, yeah, you know, the other day someone's like, hey, man, someone called me, like, hey, dude, you look like uh, uh, Mr. Clean with AIDS. You know, I'm like, thanks, I appreciate it. Um... So uh, what else do I want to leave you with? Um, yeah, the dating scene is kind of crazy, this online kind of shit. And this girl was like, hey, you know, um, I just want you to know, Jason, that I'm going to go out with you, but I'm not going to sleep with you on the first date. I'm like, okay, what about the last? <laughs> That's my time. You guys have been great. It's a cautionary tale. Um, I was uh, I was in line for the movie theater the other day. I was in line to get the ticket, and um, behind me in line were these two little people, yeah, this couple, right? And um, I looked back and I was like, "You guys, if you want, why don't you borrow my trench coat? One of you can get on the other one's shoulders, right? And then you only got to pay for one ticket." Awesome. Okay, this is what I found out. Uh, little people don't like awesome ideas. That's the first thing I figured out. Yeah, figured that out. Uh, also figured out that little people have like average size person anger. Did you guys know about this? <laughs> totally thought it was proportional, but no. I'm Mary Diamond. Thank you so much, you guys. The calling and the bearing of the land. Are you tired?
tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Everybody, listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the weekly review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you gotta do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. Password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the 
Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. They're more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner than you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down. 10 p.m. Rock and roll only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge. Always five bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for eight bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. A worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. 
I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. Applications open until November 30th for 25 shows in five days. 40 comics chosen March 1st through 5th, 2019 for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's our fourth annual and we hope you apply from whatever part of the nation or international comedy scene you come from. Apply now through November 30th. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, for more details. Aloha, mutineers. Stolowitz here. People ask me, Dave, why do you spend so much time listening to mutinyradio.fm? Well, the answer's simple to me. It's the love I find here. We've got so many great programs here. There's something for everybody, surely. Well, maybe not the Hitler crew, but you know everyone else. Let me tell you about some of my favorite shows here at Mutiny you may not have heard about. Labor and Love with Bill Morgan is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Bill is passionate about labor, jazz, and solidarity, and he tells you how it is. No BS. If somebody gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. I always learn a lot from Labor and Love. It's educational and inspirational. The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian Haight-Ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour, though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker, Saturdays from noon to 2. The title says it all. Classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff. You can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal. Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? 
That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things.
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off, for <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. (laughs) How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for Everyday Conversations on Race with Everyday People. With Sima Lieberman, Everyday People, talking about race every week. Different everyday people talking about race on Tuesdays, 10 o'clock. It's spiritual.